welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. Uh, that, me, I was, okay guys, I was conducting before and I've been watching Mozart in the Jungle and it's still alive. So, yes, I am oh, Rodrigo. Man. Rodrigo. Maestro Rodrigo. Shout out to a friend of ours, Catalanga. <laughs> um, right, okay, so right. let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. So this is episode 502, titled Help, without the exclamation point. I need somebody help. <laughs> okay. And cut. <laughs> um, the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is... Mary treads on shaky ground when she loses her job and gets caught in a lie. Oh, that's all that happened? Well... I know. I'm just being rude. No, but also, like, spoiler, again. Yeah. Like, we don't technically know any of this until, like, halfway through the episode. Yeah. Well, maybe not quite halfway, but still. But, you know, um... At the time, when you would look into the newspaper about what time your TV show was going to be on. Yes, everyone had TV Guide. I get that too. I was, okay, thank you. I was going to say newspaper. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't have the guide, okay? <laughs> I did. We were a guide house. <laughs> we, we were in a guide house. But, like, you know, they would show you what's going to be on your program, like, that evening. And I remember that they would give, some, you know, like, synopsis. Well, synopsis, yeah. I'm trying to remember if they were this bad. They sometimes were, I, and I only know this because I've been listening to a lot of another podcast where when they do a synopsis or a spoilie, like, they read the TV Guide ones. Yeah. So, in hearing those, I can imagine that they might have been just as spoily from time to time. Mm. But generally, like, less so, I would imagine. And I also think, like, the TV Guide or the newspaper or whatever would probably, like, focus more on, like, guest stars, if mm, anything. Like, right? Like, you know, like, telling the audience, like, who it's you coming. can expect in this yeah. episode more than, like, what you can expect necessarily. Mm. I don't know. That's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> or three. Or <laughs> <laughs> three. I don't know, I'm just... Like, the more I think about it, I'm like, why would you tell me all these things? Yeah. So... Who's so? Should we just start with Mary's story then? I yeah, because apparently they want us to. Yeah, let's just get into it. <laughs> We're All blaming right. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, fucking Amazon. <laughs> um, okay, so we know from the previous episode at the start of the season, like Mary's just been working like crazy jobs all summer, like barely been able to keep a job. Yeah. And has no money. She bought a car, but she's working at Eddie's pool hall now. Mm-hmm. And we see that she's like like she's like too preoccupied worried about her car insurance lapsing yeah to do her job and it's like it's busy and her tables are stacking up yeah and she's like not able to do her job and the guy who we saw in the last episode who I guessed was Eddie we realize is not Eddie because yeah he's not even the manager of the place because he keeps talking about his manager yes so whoever he is wearing the white shirt he's not the boss no it just says Eddie on it but it, you know yeah, well they all do they yeah all I know, the shirts I know. Say Eddie's, but like uh so he's like dude you gotta like work what the fuck are you doing and she's like yeah 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 but she's too busy worried about her bullshit like she has to worry about and so she's like falling apart and so like the manager, I guess maybe that's Eddie. I don't fucking know. Yeah, no I one has know. names no, in this episode. Yeah, like, I don't know who he literally is. Literally no one has names. 
um, she like gets summoned upstairs. Or no, she actually goes to visit him because she's asking for an advance on her paycheck. Seriously. So she can pay for the car insurance. Did she say, wait, did she tell him how much of an advance she wanted? Two weeks. No, no, no. Like the amount. I don't think so. Okay, she so did... she says that to the colonel then. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Th- okay. Yes. Oh, which, <laughs> make no mistake, folks, the colonel is back oh, for I'm this so episode. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I wish I like made it better. <laughs> like, and the colonel oh, is back. The colonel is back. But you know what, though? He makes it, he comes on the scene super early. He comes on before the opening credits. And That's we true. know he comes on because once again. Guess who's coming to dinner? Still have to give him his own music? <laughs> well, that's his theme. I, 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 whatever. <laughs> I didn't buy it then. I'm not going to buy it now. But I kind of like that, though, because that's like a motif. Like, anytime the colonel's on the scene, you get a dun 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 Sure, a motif. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, well, there, that is a thing. <laughs> yes. I mean, you have to respect that they're doing at least some of the things. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, sure. so yeah, so... So she asks for an advance. He tells her he's not going to do that. And then has her sit down. And off, off camera, like, we don't see it happening, but it's pretty obvious what's happening. She gets fired. Yeah. And so then proceeds to lie to her whole family about it. I have the day off. Can you afford a day off? Yeah. Don't worry about me. I got this. But so here's my thing about this whole storyline. is like, why does she feel the need to lie about it? Because... Initially, my thought was like, oh, she's embarrassed because she sucked at her job. She got fired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now she can't face the music or whatever. But when she's talking to the colonel about it, yeah, she says that they had to let people go. And so since she was the last one hired, she was the first one to go. Which arguably indicates, like, it had nothing to do with her performance. So why be embarrassed about that? I don't know. Like, what face do you have to save? Well, I guess the only face she has to save is that she can do it on her own and actually pay for shit. I guess that's true. That's I mean, she thing. does spend the rest of the time, like her quote unquote day off, looking for another for, job. Yeah. And I guess she doesn't want to appear like helpless or like she's falling apart in mm-hmm. front of her family who have been telling her all summer, go to college and stop being an idiot. Yeah. I guess that's true. But so the colonel has come. And I love how, like, Annie and Eric are like, why is he here? Yeah. <laughs> like, Eric's like, the last time he was here, I had a heart attack. <laughs> you know? Like, ugh. And, like, is he really that bad? Like, aren't we I over know, this? I like, thought they got over right, it. Like, get over your daddy issues, dude. A little bit. It's getting kind of old. And also, like, we know he's not that bad. Like, they've had their coming to terms with yeah. each other by now. Like, they're fine, you'd think. I mean, I feel like the what, the last time we saw the colonel, they were fine. Yeah. Like, they had that whole conversation when Eric was in the hospital bed. Like, w- like you and I, we're type A's. We got this. Like, I thought that was them, like, sort of letting bygones be bygones and, like, being cool. But, like, Eric is so not happy to have the colonel in the house. Like, yeah. he's, like, nervous and pissed and, like, doesn't know how to contain himself. And so they have no clue why he's here, but they, re- but like we, the audience, realize, and they do too at the end, that he's here to like talk sense into Mary. Like that's yeah. his whole purpose, and especially because Mary, once upon a time, let's be real, Colonel kind of has his favorites. That's true. Mary, I had forgotten about that. Mary was his like 
was his girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I had forgotten about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because they don't even play that up in this yeah. episode. Like, if anything, bring that back to remind me or something. No. But, nope. But, but his whole thing, though, like, like, the reason why he's so adamant that she get her life on track is because, like... Cause he's a get on life, get a life on track guy. Yeah. Like he's he's a no nonsense, no mess around guy. Yeah. You know, and he knows what Mary's potential is, mm-hmm. just as everyone else does. Um, and he's like, you gotta get your shit together, girl. And unfortunately, <laughs> fucking. So he and Mary have like a heart to heart, right? And he's like, he's like, like. I'm going to help you. Like, all you have to do is ask. That's why I'm here. Like, of course I'm going to help you. Like, we're going to get a plan going. We're going to put you on a schedule. You're going to get on track. Everything's going to be good. Like, I, I've yeah. got you. And she goes, yeah, I need help. I need, like, $1,000. Yeah. And I literally, like, I had to pause so I could, like, bang my head against a wall for five minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm so over this Mary. Yeah. I cannot handle this Mary. Why can't you compromise, Mary? Go to community college. Take a class or two and work and take the fucking help like he's willing to be your support system and get you through this time in your life and all you can think is like I'm not going to college all I need is a loan like you're not giving me money you're lending it to me like I just need to get my car insurance so I can drive my car so I can go to get my job like get a fucking clue man like get a grip yeah and then get a clue dude even at the end of the episode when she's yelling at the insurance company. Oh my god, that was company. so hard to watch. For a second, like, I didn't even realize the episode was going to end. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, I didn't, yeah. I wasn't tracking that, like, that's, oh, it's it's been about 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you see her just, like, shouting into the phone with her insurance company and yeah. talking about how they can cancel her insurance, but she's still going to drive and how they have to inform the DMV if they cancel insurance. And she's like, but you're taking me away or whatever. And, like, yelling, hangs up on them, and, like, episode ends. Yeah. On this, like, real downer note. Yeah. All Maybe you hear, first time ever. Yeah, all you hear is say, yeah, watch me, and just, like, hangs up on my... Calm down. Holy shit. And yeah. I was like, okay, next scene, but no. Episode over, dude. Yeah. Like, whoa. I, is that the first time that's happened where the episode has like really ended on a major down note like that? I don't know. I can't remember yeah. any other episode where that's happened. I mean, the only one I, I remember that, but not on that kind of down note. Like, it was just like the silence one, the one about um, sure. the prayer. Yeah, or like, or like that cathartic type of ending where you're like, mm, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 deep message, you know. But not like this where no. it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fucking Mary. I just don't know. I wonder if the colonel will be back because we didn't see him leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I wonder I, if he'll be back next up next. I don't know. Week I want the colonel. Yeah, I want the colonel back. I like him. I, we know this. Proven. Yeah. <laughs> we like the colonel. Um. And I don't know that I, would like, loved him at first, but I've definitely warmed up to him. Like, I Same. see his merit now. Like, when he's on the screen, it's like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, oh, we also got the scene um, of Mary, like, walking, or, like, sitting on the park, or on, on the bench in the park looking at a newspaper, presumably yeah. for jobs. And this old man, like, sits down with her and... You know, it's like, are you new here? I've never seen you before. Like, aren't you in school or whatever? And he tells the story about how his son, like, 
you know, like, thank God he has his college degree to always fall back, back on. on. And, and for a while, we were worried he wasn't going to get a job, but now he does, and he has benefits and great pay, and everything's good. And at the end of the day, he still has his degree to fall back on. And all I could think is, like, wow, 15 years later, like, what a different world we live in. Yeah. Like, or not even 15 years later. Like, this episode aired, what, in 01, mm-hmm. 02? I remember feeling, like, in 09 when I graduated that, like, my degree was nothing. Yeah. Like, like I've never felt like I have my college degree to fall back on. Yeah. Like, that is not a guarantee of anything. Nope. Anymore. Mm-mm. And so, for me, it was like just, like, funny hearing him say all that. Like, because ultimately, right, the whole message of this episode, the one before it, and the whole fight from the end of last season is, like, go to school because you need your degree. It's going to, like, make your life better. And that might be true, but it's not a guarantee. No, especially because you're going to be in debt after. Yeah, exactly. Although, the way the Camdens talk about it, it's like they're paying the the full tuition each semester. So, (laughs) they're not really talking about loans too much. (laughs) You know, because he doesn't have... Five, seven kids, whatever. <laughs> whatever that number is. Um, so, yeah. So, b- by the way, that old man is Rance Howard, who's Ron Howard's dad. What? Yeah. Oh, I should have looked look that him up. up. I didn't look him up. It was one of the x-ray trivia facts on oh. Amazon. <laughs> That's pretty much where I get all of my trivia these no, days. No, it, it's interesting. I, you think I would have done that, but I think I guess well, I was just watching the episode. <laughs> and once I knew that, too, I was like, oh, yeah, you see the resemblance yeah. easy. Like, yeah, it's yeah. totally Ron is becoming his father, like, look, becoming to look like just, just like his father. But, um, yeah, so that's Mary. I mean, it's just a nightmare scenario, really. She's just spiraling down a really, really dark path right now. Like, because it's one thing, okay, because it's one thing to just be like, I'm not going to go to school. That's not my life. That's not my life plan. I'm just going to make it work as an adult. But she's not making it work as an adult. She's flailing and failing. And she's like in denial about it, weirdly. Or maybe not in denial, but like it took her like three or four months to like wrap her head around the fact that she sucks at life as an adult. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, weird. I don't know. I don't know. How, uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Thinking about her and, like, worrying about her. I, I don't know what's going to come of her. I just don't. Yeah. Her and Matt are quite similar in this episode. That might be true. Except with, like, obvious, like the obvious differences, right? Let's just get into Matt. Um, we open on a class that he's taking and the professor. Okay. That's right. Okay. Uh, and the professor is handing back exams, like mm-hmm. graded exams, and is is telling them, like yelling at them, that like this was just a pretest, and it was to warm you guys up for the upcoming midterm, and these grades were horrible, and if you don't want, and, and if you guys are all pre med and think that you can get by without OCHEM, like you're sorely mistaken, and yeah. you guys better shape up, and blah blah blah, and all I could th- think was like. College professors don't give two fucks about you. Like, yeah. no college professor is, like, lecturing her his class about, like, you got to do better and you got to get good grades and think about your future. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They get in and they get out. Like, yeah. that, like no one is doing that in college. But anyway, so we find out that Matt got a D mm-hmm. on his OCHEM pretest. Yep. And then um, he and John are talking and 
John is telling him, like, you need to get your act together, basically. Yeah, he's yeah, he's such a puppy. And not in a cute way. No. And, like, Matt is just, like, in denial about it. Yeah. Like, he refuses to take responsibility. He annoyed the crap out of me. So, this is the exchange they have. Don't you see? This whole Heather thing has kept me from doing my best work. <laughs> or maybe Heather has nothing to do with it. Maybe you just don't understand the material. No, I understand the material. I'm distracted. It's Heather. Like, it bothers me. It's always Heather? It's, it's not you? And he continues to lay blame on her. Yeah. Like, throughout the entire episode, as he continues to dig his hole deeper and deeper, like, not studying, like, not taking responsibility for his failing grades and stuff, like... Every time it's like, it's Heather's fault. Or or it's John's fault for keeping the apartment dirty That so then he had to clean it and he had to do his laundry because otherwise he has no clean clothes and so he had to do all those things instead of studying for the thing yeah. that, he's, that, that he clearly knows very well except he's distracted by Heather. Like, yeah, you or know? cleaning the kitchen because John didn't. If you had only cleaned up the dishes after you had your breakfast, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I'm and not going to lie though. Procrastination did oh at its totally. But it's one thing to be a procrastinator. It's another thing to be in complete like denial and like not taking responsibility yeah. for yourself. And like ultimately, like was he ever going to talk to that teacher the way he did? Like because because yeah. his grand plan is to tell the professor like I'll just let him know like I've been distracted because my girlfriend left me at the altar and he'll understand and. Yeah. Obviously, he's not going to understand. John tells him, like, in four different scenes, like, yeah. it's not Heather, you need to study. And then finally, like, he just he's just at the library, and he happens upon the professor. Yeah. And, like, goes and, like, talks to him and finally, like, admits to himself more than anything, like, I just don't understand this material. I will fail this test if you don't, like, if I don't get help. Yeah. And so then the professor's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Like, I've been here all the time. Like, yeah. all I want is, prof is, to, is for my students to come to me for help. Like, that's what I'm here for. Gives him a blank pre-test, practice test, yeah. whatever. Tells him to take it open book, open notes. Yeah. And then anything that he still does not understand after that, go talk to me in office hours, like, or yeah. whatever, and we'll talk through it. Which, duh. <laughs> like, yeah. that's your professor. Like, that's the first person you go to for help. Like, obviously. Like, yeah. why would you even think twice about that? Like, I don't I don't understand. You'll you'll talk to him about being distracted, but you won't talk to him about for help? Like, yeah. what? Doesn't have his shit together. He just doesn't. He's a hot mess. Yeah. As evidenced by this whole episode. Like, he really is a hot mess. Yeah, but it, he's annoying. I'm also kind of over that too, though. Because he was a hot mess at the beginning of the last season. And then he got his shit together, realized he wants to be pre-med, got really into that, was doing well, and now he's a hot mess again. I'm just like, I'm over the roller coaster of yeah. Matt. And can you show me Matt working in the hospital again? Okay, thanks. Well, he will. I'm sure he's still no, I know, No, I know, but it's just like, I feel like over there he's semi-normal. Like, it a keeps him a little grounded. Yeah, I agree with that. So just take... And he's also in his element. Yeah. Like it's what he wants to do, so obviously he likes it there. Does he seriously end up being a being a doctor? I don't think so. Oh come. I don't know though. Um... I actually don't know. I really don't know. But we do know that at some point he's off the show, so 
Could you imagine like some seventh heaven listener be like, oh my God, T, just get it together. Yes, he doesn't. Or like, yes, he does. Or like, I don't well, know. If they're saying that to you, they're saying the same thing to Lady J, okay? I don't know anything either. We're really... just we're just a couple of John Snows up in here. Okay? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is true, but like everybody knows that like you like this show a little more than I do. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's what we talked about yeah. last time we recorded, or not last time, but a couple of episodes ago. Like, I think that I just come into it with less ex- like with with like with more of a cleaner slate than you do you know do you Which think people don't fine. like me <laughs> i actually think people love you i think people are like lady j shut the fuck up sometimes i don't know about that but i'm just like hmm, yeah okay <laughs> you know what let us know you know what? No, gonna, no, no, no 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 retract no, no, no. i'm gonna put a twitter poll i'm gonna make a twitter poll when this episode drops that says like who? Like which host do you prefer? And there's only two choices, so either way, one of us wins. That is horrible. <laughs> I don't agree with this. No, because then we'll know. We'll know what they like, and we could like tweak it. <laughs> this is off mic conversation. <laughs> I'm just a shit talker about this show. Though. Well, I talk shit too, though. Yeah, you, I mean, no, we both. Do. Now we're competing to see who hates it more. <laughs> No, I hate it more. No, I think the show is worse. <laughs> yeah, miss, I give it an eight while I give it a three. Whatever. <laughs> um, I stand by my eights. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you do. You really do. No, and I, you know. I also stand by my threes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I'm pretty fair. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm just a dick. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, so Matt does that. I actually, we don't actually see him retake the test. Like we no, don't we know don't, how he does. It's yeah. kind of besides the point. No. The whole point is like get over yourself. No, we see Mary just ended on a bad note. Yeah, because it's, right. it's always about Mary. That's true. Um, but I, you know, John, I like I, I like you in this episode. I'm starting to think, or feel, I should say that John's like. I think I might have talked about this. I can't remember if I talked about this on on air or, like, to myself in my own head. But, like, you know how there's that trope of, like, the fairy godmother, like, the black fairy godmother or whatever? Mm. Like, that that is, like, a known thing that, like, is a normal, not normal, like, a typical criticism of television. I feel like that's becoming John's role. Because, like, he just, he just, like, all he does is, like, pop in to, like, like help Matt along, yeah. you know, or like or like be be Matt's voice of reason, yeah. And which is which is also to say like he has no story with anyone else in the show. Lady, if he has any story, it's with Matt. Lady J, I have, a, I, have I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you remember John's major? Music. No, I don't know exactly. Exactly. We know nothing about this guy. It's true. Other than he's a Hamilton. That's true. That's all. And well, I mean, and he tried to have a music career or whatever. That's really all we know. Yeah, about but that him. was he was still in yeah, high that school. That was like three years ago. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like sad. Not to say that I don't like John or like whatever. Like I actually love. No, John. you he's, want John to have a story. Yeah, because I like him when he's on the screen. Like he's funny. He's got good timing. Yeah. Like, He's, he has all the makings of a good character. Like, I don't know why they don't give him a story. Yeah, give him good material, guys. You know what? I'm going to be optimistic, though. It's a brand new season. Let's see where this goes. Maybe he will get something, something out of it. I hope so. Um, okay. Let's talk about... 
Lucy and Simon. Okay, okay. So Simon doesn't have a friend again. They explain it away somehow. They take away they take away crybaby football boy away from him because his mother said that she doesn't want her son to have a bad influence. Oh right. And so he lost his friend. So he has no friends again. Poor Simon. Poor Simon. But then these two like cutie little freshman girls come up to him and they're like Ooh, are you Simon? Ooh. No, okay. Let me backtrack. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey, okay, so Lucy is um, got nominated for Homecoming Queen, so she enlists Oh, hold Simon. on, though. Can what? we just talk about how she got ignored again? <laughs> oh, my God, I know. That was so funny. Lucy got ignored again, that guys. Was, it was so classic. Like Simon doesn't want to talk about his day at school. Ruthie doesn't want to talk about her day at school. So they go upstairs. And the moment Lucy is like, I love high school, and is ready to tell them her story. The doorbell rings. Yes. <laughs> and they all forget about Lucy. And then, of course, the twins are there. And they they make noises. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's the so only cute. thing they're good for right now. They're so cute. So, okay, so... Simon's like pit like down in the dumps because he has no friends and so Lucy tells him hey Why don't you help me campaign for homecoming queen? Yeah, you'll meet people you'll sort of get your foot you like like your name out there or whatever Yeah, so cut to the next day. He's got a bunch of flyers. He's handing them out to people He's getting a little bit of traction with some folks. That's when the two girls come up to him and they're like hey are you Simon and he's like, yeah. Hey, They're like, Simmons. you're Lucy Camden's brother, right? One of those girls, by the way, is the do- like the oldest daughter from my wife and kids. Yeah. Which she must have gotten right after she did this. Because like right? the timing lines up. Mm-hmm. Like this was probably like she did this and then she got to be like yeah. the star of a show. But anyway. So, um, so they're like loving him. And they're like, oh my god, you're so lucky. Your sister's like the most popular girl in school and blah, blah, blah. And he's getting all this attention and he likes it. Yeah, of course. Of course. And plus, it's per- like it's sort of working out exactly the way he would he could have hoped. Like, yeah, and Lucy told him as much. It was exactly. Gonna, it's going to end up this way. Yeah. So he's like crushing it and he's, he's having a good time. And then one of those girls, not the My Wife and Kids girl, for because again, no fucking names on any of these people. Yes. <laughs> um... That girl asks, like, tells him that she's having a party, and, like, will he come? And he's like, sure, like, the whole school's gonna be there, whatever. And, um, and he's like, yeah, and she goes, oh, like, tell your sister, or whatever. Yeah. And so, of course, like, Simon, because he's not a moron, like, picks up on the fact that, like, these girls are probably, like, using him, you know, to get Lucy's popularity, like, in their lives, or whatever. Uh And so... But like, but like he asks Lucy, like yeah. it's so fucking cute. Like he asks us Lucy, like like what's so like what's her name's having a party? Yeah, and like everyone's gonna, like the whole school's gonna be there, and like they want you to come, like they kind of sort of like want you to be there, you know? And she's like, but they're freshmen, and like no, yeah, you know? like cause I get it, I get it from both of their sides. Like yep. on the one hand, why would Lucy hang out with a bunch of freshmen? You know? Seriously. Like, it's not like she's going to have any friends at this party. And then, and on the other hand, like, Simon really needs this solid from her, you know? Yeah. And so that brings us to my favorite scene of the episode towards the end, or, like, the end of their storyline. My absolute favorite scene of the whole episode. And maybe my favorite 
Simon and Lucy scene like ever mm. is when Lucy like when that girl comes up to them and is like are you gonna come to my party and Lucy's like I'll be there yeah and um yeah wait wait you're going what about the election are you dropping out no I'm running then what about what your friend said none of the cool people are gonna vote for you but all the freshmen will and it doesn't really matter because I'll probably lose anyway. No one ever said I was gonna win. Yeah, but still. Let's see, be homecoming queen or help out my brother by going to a party. It was close, but I uh, chose you. Thanks. Ah, oh, they're so cute. Mm. I love them. I loved, I loved this. Like, and seeing them like walk off together, like arms around each other's yeah. shoulders, like, like, that is such a cool little unit to yeah. set up. Like, it's the two of them, man. They're in high school together. Like, they have each other's backs. Yeah. Like, I really like that. I hope they play up that dynamic this year. Because I love it. Like, it's really cool to see, like, Lucy just being a good sister. And, like, like doing the right thing. And, like, hanging in, you know? Yeah. And Simon, like being a little bit vulnerable, you know, and like having to like, to like come to the plate with like, I need your help or yeah. I need your support or whatever. I, I don't know. It gave me, it gave me all the warm and fuzzies. They're so cute. So that was really sweet. So yeah. So she's like, fuck it. Like if I don't win, I don't win queen, whatever. At least I did the right thing. I and it's true. It wasn't guaranteed. Exactly. So yeah. Good on Lucy's part. Yeah, I do hope we find out if she gets homecoming. Though. I hope so. <laughs> I hope like that eventually like comes becomes a story. At the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Because that'll be fun to see that play out. Oh god, yeah! Don't take it away from me. You introduce something and take it away, like everything on this show. Yeah, seriously. But I have to admit, whenever you mentioned the two girls that approached Simon, like, oh, you're you're Lucy hey, Camden, Simon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simon. Um, and my wife and kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, that's her name. <laughs> no, hold on. Not, like, this is the best part. Okay, yeah. So I was like, I know this face. And so I went on the X, you know, the X-ray, whatever. Uh -huh. And it says, her name is Jennifer Free. Oh, okay. But the best is when they give her character on 7th Heaven a name and her name is Joan. And I, and I literally thought, since when? Because like, I... She has a name? Yes, she has a name. But we don't hear it. Okay, good. I was like, did I miss? I was like, asleep no. for 30 seconds? No, because like, the moment you said, I was like, oh my God, you're right. They didn't say the name. And I was like, well, they don't even say the girl's name who's throwing the party. Thank you. Like, how does Simon even tell Lucy she's having a party if there, she doesn't have a name? No, she said, oh yeah, and I even got invited to a party, the biggest oh, party. That's, how that's he said all it. he says. That's how he said it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's so weird. I was like, so the girl that's throwing the biggest party, we don't know her name? <laughs> Right. Like, it's, a, it's just so obvious, like, we're never going to see them again. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, they're so non-important in life. Yeah. <laughs> and God, the way that they were smiling at Simon, I was like, okay, ladies. Yeah, like, reel it, it on a bit thick. Yeah. <laughs> but again, though, I like it. Because let's not forget, too, like, we've never seen Simon in this position. Like, kind of, like, getting attention from girls. Well, we saw him like, get attention that one time at a pool hall when Dina and her dad walked in. Oh, that's true. Yes. Uh, yeah, we did get a little taste of it then. Yeah. Because I was gonna, like, my I guess my point was, like, like, you know, he's been a little kid thus far. I know. And then he was with Dina for, like, almost two years. So, like, he Longest was kind of, like, off the market or whatever. 
But, like, I think it'll be fun to see him, like, get some attention from some girls and, like, see what happens, you know? That would be fun. I would yeah. like to see it. Especially because he, like, he's, like, a grown-ass man now, man. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a man. He's a grown-ass man, man. <laughs> like, mm, feeling some feels. I know he's only th- 14, but still. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> Four, 15-year-old me was all about that life back then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, was I really 15 and 01? No, I was no. younger. I was like 14. Oh. Yeah, because I turned 16 in 03. So are we David Gallagher's age? I guess so. Like Simon's age, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I thought we were maybe a year younger than him. Hmm. Which might be true, because he actually might be 15 now. Like in the timeline of the show. True. I don't know. I actually, I've lost track completely. <laughs> He was, no, wait, he was 10 in episode one. I mean, like, season one, episode one. He was 10? I think so. And then, yeah, so, like, at this five years later, at the start of five, season five, he'd be 15. And it's high school, my freshman, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, Are you looking up in your notes how old he was? (laughs) Do I have even any notes? Why do you have, like, a million blank pages at the beginning of your notebook? Because I I think I was going to dedicate it to something else, and I totally Um. forgot what I was going to dedicate it to. You're the only person I've seen who starts her notes on page 20 of a notebook. Shut up! (laughs) Don't tell everybody your secrets, she's crying. Oh, because I don't have any tea. Stop it! (laughs) I am an open book, as listeners of this podcast can attest to, okay? (laughs) Alright, guys, I don't know how old he is, I give up. Whatever. So... So that's them. I mean, that's the that that's really the whole story. Is like Simon can't make friends, and Lucy helps him out. Yeah. At her own sort of like being selfless, if yes. you will. Um, yes. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I think so. No, I think yeah, she. Yeah. I think she is very selfless in the sun, or at least if not selfless, like giving of herself. Yes, she is. Because you know? Andrew Nailus is that the picture? Fucking Nailus. I also quick comment on Lucy. She's dressing way sluttier this season so far. Like, we saw her outfit in episode one. She was wearing a little leather mini skirt in this episode. Super tight. Like, legs all over the place. Yeah, she's wearing a red it one, too. It was like, yeah, like a red leather mini skirt in this episode. Like I was like, damn, Luz. Like, you're kind of crushing it as a senior right now. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. It also was the fashion, though. Let's not forget. Yeah. Like, this was like the turning of the tide from like the 90s look yeah. to this more sort of like edgy, mm-hmm. like kind of slutty look, I'll be honest. Like, let's, like I, I can own it. Like back then, like Christina Aguilera was on the scene, you know? That's true. Oh my lots, God. Of, lots of faux leather looks, yeah. you know, open midriffs, that whole deal. Kind of like provocative, but yeah. like still sort of clunky, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Dude, fashion was weird. Anyways. I know. Okay. So, let's get into Ruthie. Is that who's left? Ruthie and Annie and Eric. Well, who do you want to tackle first? I don't care. Dealer's choice, man. Oh. <laughs> I guess you're the dealer in this case. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Ruthie. Okay. So... Ruthie's deal is like she's still stuck in Miss Riddle's class. Miss Riddle being the bitch from last season who yes. called her stupid. Um, and she's just like needs to get out of there. Like that is like her mission in life. Like she needs to get out of this class. And so Ruthie's teacher wants to meet with 
Annie and Eric. Principal. The principal, sorry. Yeah. Wants to meet with Annie and Eric. And... What did you do? Yeah. What, what, do you, what, what did I do? <laughs> did you catch that moment where, like, at first... So, yeah, so she's kind of, like, clueless about this meeting until they tell her that, that, that the principal wants to meet with yeah. them. And then she waits until, like, minutes before the meeting and then confesses something to Eric. I didn't even really catch what it is she confesses, but, like, something about, like, toilet paper or something. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, wrapping like, someone in toilet paper. That's, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. She goes, she goes okay, I, I confessed. I did this. And Eric's, like... I don't think that's what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> like, but cool. Thanks for telling me. Like, you know. Damn it, Ruthie. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, she just can't help herself. Yeah. She just has to do something stupid every time. Oh, or like, not stupid, but like off the wall. What was it? Like, they thought like Ruthie was about to confess something. And she goes, all right, fine. I like, I did break this. And then I tried to put it back together. <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, oh, it was, that's not what you guys were I talking wasn't about? I the one in trouble, was Yeah. I? <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's funny. So, so they sit down. Well, Eric sits down with the principal because Annie is indisposed, and I'm the mom. I'm supposed to be there. Do you want to play that clip? No. <laughs> okay. So, um, the principal tells Eric that they've tested Ruthie, and she scored in the ninety-five percentile yeah. in the nation, in the country. Yes, in the country. So basically, like she's a little genius, and I was like, that's all we need for <laughs> right. this character. Seriously, and the principal's like, we think that she sort of like acts out and stuff because she's bored, yeah, and she's not challenged, and like what she has nothing better to do, so she does stupid things like wrap her friends in toilet paper or yeah. whatever. So. So they are recommending private school for her. There's like a school they have in mind, Roosevelt something. Mm-hmm. Eleanor Roosevelt? I think that's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> anyway, Eleanor Roosevelt private school. And Eric's like, we've never had a kid in private school before. And the principal's like, yeah, but this is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Also, what's your hesitation about private school besides being able to afford it? Like, yeah. like is it the only is the only problem affording it? Because you can just say that. Like, yeah. What does that have to do? Like, you know, it's just weird the way Eric's like. I don't know about private school. Yeah. Like, you know what they say? No. What I don't do they, know say? What they say? That being said, like, I've always thought about. I've always thought this is funny because you and I both went to a private school. It's the only experience we know, right? Mm-hmm. But. I love how, like, television and movies and stuff like to portray private schools as, like, a much better educational experience. Yeah. Like, like you're going to get the best teachers and you're going to get the best education and all these things. And I, that's not my experience. Like, just because I went to a private school doesn't mean it was, like, the best of yeah. the best creme de la creme of people or not anything like that. So, it's always been funny to me when when... When, te- when kids test off the charts, like, send them to private school. Public school can't do anything for them. And I'm just yeah. like, really? Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, I don't know. But that's just my, that, that, that's always been my experience. I don't know. If, if, if any listeners, like, went to one of these, like, Eleanor Roosevelt level private schools, like, let us know. Tell us about that experience. Like, did you go from public school to private school? Was there a big difference? Like, did you notice it? Were you more challenged? Did you feel more engaged? Let us know. Hashtag public or private. Public or private. Um, so, yeah. So, they basically, like, 
pitch the idea to Ruthie, right? Like, like your, like your teachers and principal and stuff think that you should go to private school because you're so good in life. And Ruthie's like, but I won't have friends there. And what about Susan? Yeah. Um, that's her friend's name? Or uh-huh. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Susie. Yeah, well, like, what about Sarah? Like, she's my best friend. Everyone's going to be different there. I don't know. Unless, can Sarah come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. You know, so... <clears throat> so she's like doesn't want to do it, which I can understand that. Yeah, you know, for a second when the prin- when they first met or when the principal first met with Eric, I thought they were gonna recommend that she skips a grade. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that would have been an interesting conversation too, probably because yeah. then it wouldn't have been a choice of like your friends and stuff. It would have been a greater conversation about like what does that do mm-hmm. to the psyche of the kid, like being like the, like the youngest person in their environment and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I think that's a little bit more interesting than like I won't have friends. That's true. But anyway, so um, what was I gonna say? Where was I going with the storyline? How they're pitching the idea of her going to private school. Right. And, and she's, she's not getting depressed, it. yeah. And she keeps telling, uh, she prayed to get out of class because... That's right. To get out of class get, and, like, basically, like, prayed to God to, like, help her get out of Riddle's class or yeah. whatever. Like, and took she, it to the big man. Yeah, and she goes, really? This is what you did? <laughs> But then it's and then it's talking to the colonel that ultimately helps her, right? Like yeah, because he says like how he, what was it when he signed up, and getting on that bus to like somewhere he's never been, doesn't know anybody. He was eighteen, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. right out of high school, mm-hmm. and just went. And how it was like a good thing for yeah. him, and how like it made him the man he is today, yeah. and stuff, whatever. So she like she's like, let's go check it out. Like yeah. let's check it out. And then we find out, too, that, like, she actually is eligible for a full scholarship. So, like, the money's not even a problem. Not at all. So, really, it's up to Ruthie, like, to decide she wants to go. And she decides. Well, after you hear the fucking amenities at this fucking school, I'd yeah. go there, man. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Holy shit. I mean, the list goes on and on. They don't they don't start classes till 10. Like, like, like basically, you can choose to come late if you mm-hmm. want. But yeah. then, of course, you have to stay a couple hours late. Yeah. No one has homework because they figure the kids work so hard when they're here, they deserve to just be kids outside of these walls. They have horses, which color Ruthie impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all she wants. Like, they, and then what else do they list? They have, like, all kinds of, like, individuals, projects and things they can study on their own time whenever yeah. they want. Like, I mean, just the list goes on and on. Yeah, and I just love how the dean, was it the dean that walks up to them and tells them all these things? Yeah, they don't really say who she is. Oh, well, I just recognized her from Desperate Housewives, so I was like, oh. Oh, was she? I know she had like like a long laundry list of credits, but I didn't recognize her. She was the narrator on Desperate Housewives. She's the voice. Oh, okay. And and like she did do her own cameos too. Okay. So, because she's the housewife that has died. From that neighborhood. Okay, right. And so she's but a But it's like a reveal, right? Like who she is. Kind of like Gossip Girl style where you don't know who the narrator is at first. I don't know. You know, know I can't remember that show. detail. So okay. if I spoiled it for anyone, too bad. Sorry. <laughs> I should put a trigger warning at the beginning. Mm, sorry. That's if you don't it. like spoilies. Um, <laughs> but not about this show, about other shows. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. So then Ruthie's, like, all about this life. She's like, yeah. I want to come here wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I guess Ruthie's a private school girl now. Yeah. <laughs> Which Let's is funny see. because you see in the opening credits, like, you do see her in a uniform. You know that's true. I don't think I ever put that together. I, I thought, I'm like, oh, so she's going to go to private school. Yeah. The moment I saw that uniform. That's fun. So. And so she's in the fourth grade now? Is that right? Yeah. Or but third I, grade? Yeah. For, I think the fourth grade. But I swear I didn't think it was going to be her going to private school because she scored in the 95 percentile. No, I didn't think country. that at all. I was like, this is all Ruthie needs. Wouldn't have guessed, To yeah. know that she's super fucking smart. Well, I don't know if they tell her that, though. Good. Because I think they just say, like, like you're doing really well, and, and this is a really good school, so, like, everybody sort of thinks yeah. maybe you should go here. I don't know that they specifically tell her, like, you're crushing life. You're crushing life. <laughs> or at least your grades. Um... But it kind of makes sense, though. It does make sense that that's why she's a little weirdo, because she's probably really, really smart. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean? And we've seen her be smart. Yeah. It's not like she's an idiot and a weirdo, you know? Yeah. She's just kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Um, you know, taking the I think this might off. be... I think this might be the season that I finally, like... Like Ruthie? Don't care about Ruthie enough to hate her. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say I ever like her, but I think I finally crossed that threshold of, like... I'm just fine. <laughs> like, cut to she does something stupid. I'm like, I hate you. But, like, yeah. who knows? Ruthie just is. That's true. That She just is. And in this episode, too, she really doesn't do anything. She's just sort of there. Yeah. And then ultimately, like, it's just about her more than it is, like, her doing anything. So. I think we find a way to get you out of that class. Thank God. <laughs> what? No, you know, God, you know. thank him. <laughs> the big man upstairs. Yeah. I asked for his help last night. You prayed to God? And he kisses her on the cheek. I'm like, what? I just, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so, oh, quick sidebar before we move on from Ruthie. That opening scene when Eric's cooking dinner because Annie's, like, busy with school or whatever. And he's, like, making a tuna casserole or whatever. And then Ruthie comes in and she's like, that dinner was very beige. Yeah. (laughs) Tuna and, and macaroni. And he goes, he, goes, he goes, it's like white cheese. The white's not beige. And she goes, yeah, but it's all just like one color. Yeah. And and for dessert, vanilla ice cream, like beige. Where's, where's the chocolate sauce, you know? I, I look forward to my dinners. Step it up, dude. Like, <laughs> I was dying. I was like, where's my chocolate sauce? Like, yeah. what is happening right now? All I'm thinking is, I'm like, honey, mm. <laughs> Yeah. You know what household you grew up in. <laughs> but I think, too, though, again, this is one of those moments of, like, the show being meta about itself. Like, oh, we've been really beige for four years. <laughs> like, Haven't they? You know? Let's spice things up a bit. So who do you think is going to be the chocolate sauce? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Robbie is back, y'all. Ew. No, he's really not. That was just, you know, me trying to piss off Lady J. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm having a really, like, visceral reaction to Robbie right now. <laughs> Is it worse than Jimmy Moon? Because it seems that oh, way. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I hate Jimmy Moon because, like, <laughs> I hate Robbie because, like, Best go to hell, you fucking asshole. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, I, I just... Robbie, like, makes my skin crawl. I knew, never, if I never see him again, it'll be too soon. 
meh. Jimmy Moon, on the other hand, is just like, bleh. But he's ultimately innocuous. I just don't like him. Like, I don't, can't stand him, but it's just like, whatever, you know? It's just funny now. I'm thinking about how you'd, you'd make fun of him for saying me, but like, meh. Meh. This isn't about her. It's about you and meh. <laughs> good impression but it's totally how it sounds in my head do you know how to speak <laughs> i can't oh my gosh i hate your family <sighs> so good okay so let's get into it with eric and annie i mean i don't know that there's like a ton of story here? No, there isn't. It's just he's supporting her now. Ah, oh, maybe going back to college was a bad idea. Is that what my father said? No. Oh, do you think he's here because he thinks I'm neglecting the kids by going back to school? You know, it, it doesn't matter what the colonel thinks. What matters is that you pass your test. Yeah, but what about going to Ruthie's school tomorrow? I'll handle it. I know, but I just hate not being there. I'm always there. I'm the mom. It's my job to always be there for the kids. You know, at first, I wasn't thrilled with your going back to college, but your going to school isn't about me, it's about you. You do so much for me and the kids and the church. It's your turn to do something for yourself. Boy, what a difference a week makes. Well, what kind of a man would I be if I didn't support you 100% by helping out with the house and the kids? A jerk? Exactly, so start studying. Okay, thanks. <laughs> it, it, it answered all the things that I thought about because he says all the things that you wanted from him from episode one. Yeah, when she first tells him. Yeah, not to be a complete dick, because he says some really fucked up shit to her. He really does. Okay, and then, of course, you know, says, I was just really upset at Mary. Yeah, but you still said those things, dude. Anyways, so whenever you hear say, boy, uh, what a difference a week's <laughs> made. It was, it was my thought in my head. I'm like, in a week? Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, cut full 180. And then, you know, he was like, what kind of man would I be, blah, blah, blah. And he said all that. And I, before she said, I'm like, a jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's why I really like it. It's like all the things that, that I cute. was thinking. And I was like, they just answered everything that I felt. Thank yeah. you, Annie. And it's another classic sausage being made scene, yeah. like, right? Like, it's just the two of them. They're sort of in their couple element as opposed to yeah. their parent element. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, there was a part of me that was wondering, why is the colonel here? Is the colonel here to talk shit to everybody? Yeah. And the fact that I didn't know this, and they didn't let this on, like, in the first episode, when the colonel says, oh, how many degrees is that for Annie? And it's going to be her third one? Mm -hmm. And I went, wait, what? Hold the phone. I thought that too, until I immediately rewound back to, like, I think it might have been season two or three when we meet her best friend from high school. Oh, yeah. And she, she lists yeah. all of the things that she had studied before she settled down and became a housewife, I guess. Yeah. The, I, when I put when I connected those dots, I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, she is, like, a school person. Like, she's, like she knows what it's like to be a student and, like, kick ass. Wait a you minute. Know? Before she settled down and have, and have kids? Yes. She did this all before 21? Well, that's what that's what we're led to believe. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Give me something that's real. <laughs> like something. <laughs> something. 
I know. But okay. I kind of believe it, though. Weirdly, I didn't even think about the sort of, that's a weird timeline. I was just like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's possible. <laughs> it's I'm, Annie, man. She's Superwoman. I mean, we know she is. Okay, fine. I'll can, allow it. You can have it. <laughs> I'll let it slide. But yeah, they're cute. They're that, fun. Mm. It was, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that Eric is understanding. I, I also, did you notice that little touch of like, she's, she's in the bedroom before he comes in, right? And she's got the books open on the bed and she's like folding a sheet, you know? Yeah. And he comes in for something else, I guess. And he just immediately like taps her out. Like he, he like comes in yeah. and he's like, he's like, like go aside, like t- takes yeah. the sheet from her and like says like study. Like yeah. that's what you're here to do right now. Like I really appreciated that little nuance of like, mm-hmm. like tapping you out, dude. Like sit, sit your ass down and read your books. Yeah, like yeah. that's what's that's what's important right now. Yeah, it's true. It was cute. And it is also weird though that the colonel did come all the way for Mary. Like yeah. that that's what makes me believe like he's gonna be here for a little bit because mm. it seems like too. Too soon for him to leave, but he no, did grab a bag to leave. Like it seems too like, like not a big enough deal for him to come across the country, just for that. You know what I mean? Like, don't you feel like like there has to be more for him to do? Maybe, but like he did, ha- but he did walk downstairs at the end of the episode, well towards the end of the episode with his backpack. That's true. You're right. I had forgotten. About unless that. like, unless he's gonna make a few cameos, like. Oh, how is it holding up in the Camden yeah. household? Well, and once Mary like shot him down fully, like I could see him being like, "She's a lost cause." Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, she kind of is. It feels like it. It's really sad. Yeah. Like I don't want to make light of it. Like, I, Mary, Mary's whole deal right now is like very, very sad. Yeah. Because it's really just such a waste of her potential. I know. I'm with you. So, that's kind of it. Yeah, we, we did it. Yeah. Again, not like a big episode, nothing too huge. It's just, I think, laying out the crumbs. A little bit, yeah. Again, really no sense of arc. Yeah. Or sort of laying out like where we might be going this season. Yeah. We know Ruthie's going to be in private school, so that's, a, that's something. We Andy, know that... Is that school and is... Liking it, she aced her test, guys. Who did? Annie, Annie did, that's right. She, oh, yeah, at the end when she, like, runs into Eric's arms yeah. and is like, I aced my test. And yeah. they, like, twirl each other. It's so cute. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, we'll see. Let's What's see what rated? Happens. You go. Five. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. For me, I mean, again, it was just, like, a really sort of straight down the plate, like, just an episode yeah. you know like it had its moments everything was fine I, I don't know that anything is different or radically yeah. changed from this episode five it is let's see what happens yeah alright cool so as always don't forget to subscribe rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts um, you can follow us at for heaven's sake pod on all the places or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com Check into that Twitter poll when you get the chance. It will be on Twitter when this episode drops. Oh, just don't do it. <laughs> <gasps> okay, fine. I won't. Yay! <laughs> and until next time, bye. Good night or good day. <laughs>